Praise the Lord. Welcome in to another Sower of Seeds podcast. I'm your host, Ted Johnson, and let's open up in a prayer. Our kind and gracious, loving Heavenly Father, God, I thank you, Lord, for this day. I thank you for all your many blessings, dear God, that you have given us. Lord, and I thank you, God, for being able to go out by way of podcast, Lord. Lord, I pray, God, that you would just use this podcast, God, for your glory, Lord, for the uplifting of your kingdom. Lord, and I pray, God, that you would just anoint my mind and my lips, dear God, that I I may speak the words that you would have me to speak, Lord. For God, I thank you and I praise you for everything in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Amen. We're going to go uh, this Christmas Eve, um, and we're going to, uh, we're not going to do much talking today. We're going to do a whole lot of reading in the scripture. I want to go in and I want to read the the story of Jesus, of of Mary and how the angel appeared unto her and and about the birth of Jesus. It's it's a reason for this season at this time. It's a reason that we give gifts is because that Jesus was born. Uh, It may not be the actual day that he was born, but it's the day that is set aside for for us to... um, celebrate his birth and uh, so we i'm just going to read that scripture this may be a short one today but listen we all need to get together with our families the best that we can i know this covid thing is messing up everything for a lot of people and uh, i just thank god that i got to travel to knoxville to be with uh be with our daughter and uh, son-in-law and two grandsons i thank god that i was able to do that but I know some of us can't get together with our families. But this is a time for family. And the reason for the season is Jesus. And we need to keep him in whatever we do. We need to remember that this is set, a day set aside to celebrate Jesus' birthday. And we need to remember him and, and to bless him and, and, and to praise him for what he done. We're going first to Luke chapter 1, and we're going to start in verse 26. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest, And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. And Mary said unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold thy cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age, 
And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Now then we want to go to Luke chapter 2 and starting verse 1. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of out of the city of Nazareth unto Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her first son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in a field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring to you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the, the angel a, a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known abroad that saying which was told them concerning the child, and all they that heard it wondered at these things which were told of them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Now then, Mary, uh, I'm something I want to point out that... Uh, pastor brought out the other uh, Sunday that I had never thought about and the fact of it is is they, they when Mary was about to give birth to the child they tried to find a, a inn uh, to so that she could have the child indoors and they couldn't find anything and they ended up finding a stable now let me t let me point out to you this stable uh, it had animals in it already, and uh, no doubt it was dirty floor, and uh, it wasn't the cleanest place in the world to give birth to a child, and she didn't have no bed or anything like that to 
uh, put Jesus in. And so she ended up cleaning out the uh, manger. This is a, this is the place where they put the feed for the for the animals. This was this wooden trough like thing, and they they would put the the animals' food in there. And it was probably dirty, and uh, it's untelling what all it, it had on it. But they put clean. They found some clean hay, and they they put the clean hay in there, and then they wrapped Jesus in swaddling clothes. Now, swaddling clothes. If you go go back and look and and look at that and check that out, swaddling clothes is something that you wrap a dead person in. Um, as history has it, uh, when you were traveling, that you had to. Uh, have this this swaddling clothes. You had to have that with you, so when that you passed away, uh, something happened to you, and you died along the way. They would wrap you in this this swaddling clothes, and they would they would put you in a tomb. That's all they had to put Jesus in. It was not of the best and the most uh, sanitized places. Uh, it was nowhere, nowhere near fitting for a king to be born in, but that's where Jesus was born at for the simple fact that he wanted to come into this world. He was, he was a spouse to a, a young girl who was in a city that uh, nothing really happened in, and the girl was just a peasant girl. She wasn't nobody great or anything like that. But this is the way Jesus wanted to be brought into this world. And, and he didn't want to go, come in with all the great fanfare and, and all that stuff that a, that a king should be born in. Uh, he wanted to come into be, this world very lowly and very meek. And that's the way he came in. In a manger. In a stable. Uh, in the city of David. that He was born there. And... You know, we we need to take some lessons from a lot of lessons from Jesus because first of all, if you are saved and you are on your way to heaven, you're supposed to be a Christian. Christian means Christ like. So if you're gonna be Christ like, we need to act like Christ. He 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 didn't he didn't come here um bringing fame to himself. He didn't come here saying, look at me, you know, look at what I can do. He came here as the most lowliest person that ever was. He stayed behind the scenes as much as possible, but yet he done a lot of miracles and he done a lot of things. He healed a lot of people and he done these things. And a lot of times when he would heal somebody, he would tell them to go and tell nobody. You say you you go and you don't tell nobody, don't say a word to nobody. Of course, you know when they left left out, that's the first thing they done was they they found somebody to tell exactly what Jesus had done for them. But we today we we sort of lean toward the fact that we don't want to tell nobody about Jesus. We're too embarrassed because we're afraid somebody will make fun of us. We're afraid somebody will. Um, will say something to us and get us in trouble or whatever. But, you know, it's time that we get to the point to where that we are Christ-like. It's time that we get to the point to where that we set out to tell the world about Jesus and to tell them about salvation 
and time is to start now. You know, get back to the old past, back to the past of where that, you know, you remember what it was like when you uh, were first saved? you remember how you felt? Uh, how you wanted the whole world to feel exactly what you feel? And, uh, you know, you just, you wanted to tell everybody about the Lord. We need to get back to those places. We need to get back to that, that place to where we, we are um, proud of what God, of who the Lord is and proud of what he's done for us. And we want the whole world to know about it. We need to get back to those places. We need to become humble as a little child, as Jesus did. He had, he had no say so. Well, he did too. His father did. His father had say so in where he was going to be born at. And I'm sure that they, that Jesus approved of it because like I said, he didn't want to bring fame to himself. He didn't want to draw attention to himself. He wanted to draw attention to his father because it was always about his father and it was always about his father's business. It wasn't about him. He didn't go around saying, look what I done. He tried to, to stay out of the spotlight, but you know, if you are somebody that is different and the things that you're doing is different, it's going to bring you into the spotlight. But just remember, our Lord and Savior, the one that uh, died on the cross for our sins and sitting at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for you and I, came into this world in the most humble possible way. And I mean, just, just really think about it. Just if you ever get a chance and you're out in the country and you can just go into a, a barn or a, a place where animals are kept up and fed and everything and just look around and just think about a child being born in that situation. And that's, that's what our Lord done because he, he wanted to show us exactly how to be and that was see that's the one thing that i believe with all my heart that jesus came to this earth and he came here and he walked upon this earth for the simple fact that he wanted he wanted us to know exactly what it was going to be like to be humble and he wanted to know exactly what it was going to be like to be us he wanted to know what it was like to be hungry. See, when before Jesus left heaven, he had it made. He had everything that he ever wanted. He was never hungry. He was never sick. He was never tired. He was never hot. He was never cold. He, nothing like that came up on him. But when he was born in that stable, he was he was human. He was going to feel all those things. He was going to feel hunger. He was going to feel tiredness. He was going to feel uh, the uh, hatred of others. He was going to feel all those all those emotions that we have. He he felt every one of them. He know, knew just exactly what every one of them felt like. So we need to remember that he was a man once upon a time. He's been there, he's done that, he's felt that, and he knows exactly how to combat that. So we need to turn our heart and life over to him and just let him control our lives and let him have full reign in our lives. And then when it comes right down to it, 
He's in control. He knows what's going on. So we need to listen to him and follow him and not worry about everything because he loves us. And he did that because he loves us. God let his son do that. He let his son come down to this earth to be born of a virgin, to die upon a cross for our sins. He let him do that because he loves us. Yes, but God is also a God of wrath. And like I said, he will punish you if you, if, you know, like I've said, I, when I was growing up, I got a lot of, a lot of whippings because of, uh, being mean. I mean, let's, let's just face it. Let's just put it like it is. And the Lord and God will do the same thing. He will punish us for our failures and those things that we do. Uh, not the things that we do by uh, blindness or, or it's, this is the things of the things that he will, he will chastise us the most for is the things that we do that are unlike him and we want to do them. We, we set out to do them and, you know, we fail every once in a while. I know I do. I get in uh, anger and I say things that I shouldn't say. I do things that I shouldn't say out of anger and I has to ask God to forgive me. But see, the thing about it is, is I didn't set out to do those. It just happened that way. And the Lord puts me in check. And when he does that, I have to ask him to forgive me my sins so and no no don't wait till the next time we go to church or the next time we kneel down and pray at our house or wherever we need to do it right then i've had to stop a many a many a time at work and ask god to forgive me become humble don't worry about what people's going to think about you don't worry about uh what people say about you. People's going to talk about you. They talked about Christ. Even his own brothers and sisters was uh, embarrassed because of him. They And they made fun of him. But, you know, that did not, that did not bother Christ one bit. He was going to do the job that the Lord set out for him to do no matter what. But this Christmas... Just give thanks to the Lord for everything that we have. And seriously, if you think about it, sing happy birthday to Christ. He's, you know, he's your big brother. Even though he's, he's in heaven, he's still our big brother. And, you know, sing happy birthday to him and thank him for everything that you have gotten and everything that you get. Thank him for it. Because he, all good gifts come from above. It's not nothing that we do, and it's not nothing that we have done, except that we have accepted him as our Savior. And that's the reason why that we have got the blessings that we have got, is because we love him, and we accepted him, and we are following him. But I hope you all have a very, very Merry Christmas. And I... And like I said, if you can get together with your families and, and, you know, I know they're putting a lot of restrictions on everything. So be, be mindful of those, but love your family. If you, if any of you are having family members and, and you're at odds over something, please, please take the time to reconcile those differences so that we can, we can all live together because we've got to love our neighbors as ourselves. And if we don't, we're in trouble. 
but I know this one's going to be short today. Uh, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm actually in Knoxville at my daughter's house and, uh, we're getting ready to have a, a meal here in a little while. And, and, uh, open, uh, some of the, the kids are going to open some of their presents tonight and where they're calling for snow and all that good stuff tonight also. So I may, I, I'm, I may be blessed and get stuck down here for a while, <laughs> but I thank you all for listening tonight and God bless you. Merry Christmas, happy new year and thank the Lord for everything. <laughs>